Welcome to the Teamwork Arts Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we uh, try and go behind uh, uh, the thoughts that uh, animate the actions of those who make the arts. Today, of course, uh, got someone very, very special. Uh, we've got Abhinandan Sekri, uh, the co-founder of uh, uh, News Laundry, and of course, uh, our very own Sura Tigra from uh, Teamwork Arts. They're here because um, uh, <laughs> the media is rumbling yet again <laughs> this year. This is the fifth edition, if yes. uh, memory serves me right. That's right. Um, there seems to <laughs> there's been a quantum shift in uh, in the media in the in the past five years and more actually and uh, Abhinand, you've actually uh, we can probably uh, call you one of those soldiers from the dawn of of real journalism <laughs> when uh, when actually you had to pay attention to uh, uh, to the visuals that were cut to the uh, to the words that made up the story and the facts that you stated <laughs> most importantly <laughs> and you had to be double checked my god and yes and and they were usually credible and they were checked and they were editorial filters and we had people like Madhu Trehan leading uh, newsrooms as opposed to, you know, some of the people, I mean, I can't even imagine reporting to some of the people today, but I mean, yeah, I was very fortunate, I think. I was uh, just, I had just turned 20 when I joined Newstrack and Newstrack was its last legs. So I had uh, the good fortune of, uh, you know, working under Madhu Trehan for a few years before then she retired from Newstrack and then Tak was born. And then, so I mean, I've seen the whole transition from cassette to broadcast to digital to the internet uh, and that's what the media rumble is all about to, to kind of see where this goes in fact you know the first year when uh, you know teamwork and us sat and spoke about it at the back of my mind it was that you know you got someone like teamwork as a part of it because JLF was legendary everyone's heard of it I said but okay we'll do it first year we but media gives you something every year <laughs> it's actually so interesting, no? I mean, Teamwork Arts has been uh, sort of at the vanguard of uh, promoting uh, India's soft power. <laughs> and from there to hard news. And uh, they, they've coalesced so beautifully to, to bring out Media Rumble where there's so much food for thought to chew on. Except nowadays, uh, it seems um, swallowing is, uh, is more in vogue than chewing on the Yeah, absolutely. Facts. But uh, like, that it's, it's amazing how we... Each time at least, I don't know what uh, Suraj can tell us, how, I'm always nervous that will we have enough sessions next year without having to sound repetitive. But damn, we have to always cut down rather. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a debate every year that, you know, we think, okay, you know, this year we'll have about 15 sessions, we'll have about 20 sessions, but we end up having 30 sessions and it's like, okay, you know, we can go beyond that. We have to cut down on the session. So I think each year there's something new that we can, you know, bring to the table, etc. So yeah, yeah, I think that's the discussion that we have each year. And because technology is evolving so fast, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of good things and bad things that any, any big change brings, like the internet, net net is fantastic, but it has, you know, brought about the scourge of fake news at a scale never seen before. I mean, we did have fake news, but not to the scale. But at the same time, it has so many new uh, entrepreneurs doing new interesting stuff with news. So, because this space is changing so rapidly, every year you have so many new players, you have so many new speakers, you have so many new ideas that you can really discuss with the Media Rumble that we have this problem of, you know, first thinking, yaar, pandra ho jayenge, then pata chala, tease ho gaye. And they say, achha, yaar, wapas athara pe lao. So, that is what is, you know, really exciting for us. And, oh, I mean, I'm, you know, a little bummed out that, again, this is here, is, the pandemic is not completely behind us because just the buzz of the media, you know, so many journalists around, yeah, sure, entrepreneurs. Sure. 
yeah. that that electricity is yeah, the feel is, is absolutely different i mean though i do see that obviously there's always a blessing in this guys so obviously with the whole pandemic thing and you know what we did last year was a first virtual edition for tmr and what we saw that i think what we what we had about 38 million impressions digital yeah. impressions yeah. and obviously you know when we started in 2017 it was you know we started with a year zero and it was like two and a half uh you know uh venues at bikaner house mm. with 200 130 so about 300 350 people per hour mm. but last mm. year obviously the reach of digital digital is, is so massive yeah. sure. and you can get the speakers from across the world i of mean course. that's the great of thing course. so yeah. i think that has so i think going forward as well that's going to be of like course. you know that that hybrid model is yeah. is fantastic because a lot of people can't come um, you know some people in the past who is spoken to can't come because of their age you know because they have so much of experience and wisdom to offer but they just don't want to travel at their age so would you but then would you say that uh, in a sense uh, uh, this whole uh, digitization of uh, of our world where everything is now shrunk down to the uh, to the mobile screen or the or the laptop uh, it's actually helped uh, uh, the propagation of ideas a little because it seems to have broken down the geographical boundaries and the physical limitations no absolutely i think th- the spread of ideas is a lot more quicker is is a lot more um, significant and substantial and also it has an impact but the problem is all ideas go down that route yes. good ones and bad ones so it's interesting and the whole thing about media rumble is because it's not just indian entrepreneurs indian policy makers and indian journalists it's from across the world everyone is confronting different problems in different timelines so that is something that we can learn so much from so i th- i think even the indian digital news ecosystem can really benefit from the ideas that media rumble throws up also uh, uh, as you said the, the the whole democratization of uh, of news of ideas through the internet uh, there's a very uh, wonderful quote that uh, that one of the uh, best sound engineers in the world had said about uh, music on the internet is that it's uh, allowing a lot of very very good musicians to be heard but it's also allowing a lot of people who have no business to be in the business of music to be there <laughs> right. so, uh, yes. so is there a parallel that can be drawn as well you think no i think that's true for all ideas but i think eventually clash of ideas happens over time but you know the world we live in is witness that the best ideas usually do prevail more or less um, in the long run and one could debate you know at what cost but i'm an optimist you can't not be an optimist and be in the news space otherwise you wouldn't be in the news space so when you were 20 and uh, and you had the stars in the eyes of uh, did you did you get into the world of journalism to change the world or was it <laughs> was it a little more mundane <laughs> i got into journalism because uh my sister who's about i have two sisters one of six years older than me and and uh, she said you know you do nothing you just waste time all day because this was all you people used to do <laughs> I mean, even when you go to college, you're sitting in the canteen. So her friend Sabrina Dhawan used to work at Newstrack, who also wrote Monsoon Wedding, and now she teaches creative writing at NYU. She's become a very, uh, you know, uh, accomplished uh, screenwriter. She says she works there. You go meet her. So Sabrina said, "Just Madhu, you you just keep wasting time. You come and do some research. You learn something." rather than hang out with your useless friends so i actually <laughs> went i was bullied into going to university <laughs> but i think that's the story of every young lad i mean when you college that's the, that's the thing you do that you know you bunk classes and you're sitting in the canteen and you are, you know you you're senseless you don't know what you want to go i think that's the story but yeah. so i ended up there and i said you know this is fun it it it, it piqued my interest you you know i got to see interviews on edited you had to take a juice and then you had inspiring people around you 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 were impressed with the people you worked with 
and then you said, ah, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so, from someone who was actually pushed into it, you seem to have uh, stuck around for yeah, quite yeah, a while. Yeah, I was very happy. I mean, of course, when, uh, you know, when Newstrack kind of folded up and Aaj Tak was born, see, in Newstrack, we used to do reports that are between 5 to 15 minutes. In fact, some could even be 20 minutes. Uh, then when Aaj Tak came about, it used to be a bulletin before yes. it became a channel. So, uh, the brief was that your story should finish in 90 seconds. So, in the beginning, we couldn't even wrap our heads around it. Like, <laughs> हम 10 मिनट की स्टोरी करें 90 सेकंड में कैसे कर लेंगे व्हिच इज व्हाट यू नो आई डोंट शोरी रिफर टू सम वाइट जर्नलिज्म दैट सो आई मीन मी एंड प्रशांत हु वाज अ प्रोड्यूसर न्यूज़ वी ट्राइड दैट फॉर अ वाइल बट इट वाज क्लियर दैट न्यूज़ वाज गोइंग डाउन अ जोन व्हिच वाजंट काइंड ऑफ फॉर अस वी वर मोर लॉन्ग फॉर्म स्टोरी टेलर सो देन वी क्विट एंड स्टार्टेड प्रोडक्शन आल्सो आई मीन द रेस्ट ऑफ कोर्स हिस्ट्री बट यस न्यूज़ का कीड़ा इज अ कीड़ा दैट वंस इट बाइट्स यू इट नेवर लीव्स यू सो इवन आफ्टर you know 10 years of making tv shows that had nothing to do with news we came back to news laundry and then yeah. and of course the uh, you know when we thought of this the most obvious fit was uh, teamwork because madhu and sanjoy uh, know each other of course so um, we said let's discuss let's see what can be done because we have such fantastic ideas and i had of course attended jlf who hasn't of course <laughs> so i said okay let's uh, figure out meet up and that's so news laundry per se, I mean, uh, uh, do correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but you come from the time of journalism when the SP Singhs of the world and the upper men of the world were were actually driving uh, uh, cause-based journalism where uh, it used to mean something uh, to uh, uh, the debate show based uh, stuff that we're seeing now, which has become hugely popular. And uh, does, does the fight sometimes, I don't know if fight is the right word, but I'm using it because of a lack of any other um, alternative. Does the fight against that on the internet become a little uh, exhausting from time to time for you? No, I mean, you, we do what we do, we enjoy doing what we do. I mean, like, for example, you know, satirizing and calling out legacy media is just one aspect of what, uh, you know, yes. one does. Uh, ground reporting is a big aspect of one does. You know, having conversations around what are the better ideas, policy, technology, uh, the business models. So, it's changing, you know, in ways which is just really exciting. So, while I get the frustration, and the cynicism because of the kind of news we see there's a lot that is happening that is actually also uh, you know impacting the news ecosystem in a good way so while we must focus on calling out the bad we must also shine light on what is yes. going right absolutely and there absolutely. is enough going right there's also uh, uh, this whole thing about uh, uh, you know as you said uh, ground reporting you seem to have uh, got the ear to the ground Judging by the numbers that news laundry gets, uh, uh, there's this. Uh, there's of course one aspect of transmission of, uh, of of knowledge, and then of course there's the reception of knowledge. Uh, you've seen. I'm assuming you have seen a wide spectrum of listenership and viewership as well from the time that you started your journalism. How is there a way that you've seen the audiences change uh, in your time when you started to news laundry now? Yeah, of course. I mean, the audience has changed, audience behavior has changed, which audience people go to kind of attract has changed. Um, and it's, I mean, that's that's really complicated kind of, um, and it's a very long answer, which I'm sure you won't have the time for. But uh, I think the function of what journalists do doesn't change. Even the audiences may change, uh, the formats may change, how you kind of approach um, 
the storytelling may change but the purpose of journalism doesn't change which is to have a more informed electorate so that you have a more robust democracy which is why it's called the fourth pillar of democracy i mean otherwise there's so many professions why isn't you know chartered accountancy the fourth pillar of democracy why is sure. journalism called the fourth journalism called the fourth pillar of democracy because it informs the electorate to select the people who will make democracy function so that function doesn't change but what has happened is and you know there's a book written by neil postman i think is his name called amusing ourselves to death in the 70s he wrote it it is a critique of american television and he had predicted that television will completely um, destroy uh, america and just generally and if you read the while he has some very valid points but he kind of overstated the panic because uh, you know he compared it to during the days of abraham lincoln when people would sit at inns and bars and discuss stuff in length but how many people would fit the 200 400 uh, like suraj said you know 38 million was the last impression so television has taken the conversation to a much larger audience sure now most of the conversation is very shallow but the deep bits are wider than they were 100 years ago similarly with the internet and with news you know everyone consuming it like when i was uh, i was always interested in news by the way i mean i may have stumbled into journalism because i was bullied into it but i was one of the few kids when i was in class 8 9 who would like to watch news track mm. cassette i would like to read the paper right but now it is very common for school and college kids to want to read the paper and watch news now their understanding may be a little shallow but that is fine it will become more evolved over time so i think having a larger audience even with a shallow you know understanding or pursuit of information is always going to be better because the the people who want to get into it in deep are also increasing while you, overall you you've seen that yes yes i i mean the data proves that there is okay. enough data to support now one can say that bigotry is more you know prevalent now and you see a lot more of it that's because everybody has an opinion earlier they didn't right but the people pushing back has also increased earlier they may be 10 you know now they may be 100 i mean even the kind of people who we get at you know media rumble absolutely you interact with them outside you, know, you would think that there's a lot of pushback but if you were just in your twitter timeline <laughs> you'd think everything is bad but we meet people and there's, there's a lot of good stuff happening out there who are changing things in a, in a significant way I met Rupert Everett. He's an actor hmm. uh, who'd come in as a UN uh, ambassador, and he said something very interesting. He says we are at the at the edge of an abyss, and we're staring down at nothingness, and yet we are uh, far too obsessed with Jennifer Lopez's bottom. Uh, his uh, his uh, whole thing about uh, this obsession with being entertained. Uh, the lines between entertainment and uh, and news seems to have blurred, and uh, you know, um, uh, it seems that news laundry seems to have straddled that line pretty well in. informing while entertaining as well with with stuff like news laundry and uh, uh, new sense and uh, earlier clothes line as well i mean it wasn't your hard nosed uh, journalism there was there, there was an aspect of being entertained while being informed so that whole infotainment bit uh, uh, you think uh, you think that's a uh, that's a bit of a tricky line to tread i think it should have been done by legacy media a long time ago hmm. uh, when we had come up with the idea of news laundry it was actually a show which mother was supposed to and we went to every channel saying that we will do this show nobody wanted to put it on their channel yeah um <laughs> you know and that time everyone was basically whining about news audiences dropping no one wants to watch news that it tell it in a very interesting way no sure i'm not 
so they seem to now, have found it <laughs> so now you know anger cells so yeah. your cells so you know the outrage and anger became the formula but humor was also formula that worked in the us late night television is uh, you know whether it is john stewart this bill maher there's so many people who have really fantastic interesting uh, insightful political you know conversations but they use humor so, here the, the the currency that sold was anger and outrage but you can do humor a lot of people are doing it and so, you can do it in a smart way so i think formats have to change and and you know having forums and and uh, festivals like the media rumble that's another way of you know engaging people mm-hmm. so there are lots of, so i think there at least in the late 90s mid 2000s there was also a certain um, complacence from news professionals ki hum to bahut hi aqalmand hain hum aisi kahani batayenge and then we'll wind that no one wants to listen to us sure. be a little interesting maybe people listen to you yeah i guess At, at that point of time, they were taking themselves far too seriously, as well. and for granted because and, there was no competition. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those were the times of sixty percent TRPs, etc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, of course, it's a different race altogether. Now, yeah, now, now everyone's competing with everybody else. But uh, the race also seems to have, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the race track seems to have shrunk. Uh, uh, go um, to another lane, and uh, suddenly there's surveys and towering personalities. <laughs> uh, you, how are you dealing with the shrinking of that? space i mean uh, it must not be pleasant i'm sure we do what we do someone also send us legal notices they most welcome we'll take it all in court i mean we do our journalism uh, honestly accurately and with responsibility uh, so we don't get intimidated by legal notices basically is there any kind of second guessing is there any kind of uh, uh, vetting to uh, to see if uh, things can be avoided or said in said in another no. way uh, i i don't look at editorial i have an extremely uh, accomplished and responsible managing editor uh, we have a fantastic uh, team of on the desk and executive editors and reporters and i have full faith that uh, whatever they put out is accurate and if if one slips up i have no problem you know putting out an apology but so far i think twice we put out something that was um, a bit project we change it immediately but otherwise legal notices keep coming <laughs> pissing off people is not i have no concern on that if they pissed off it's too bad yeah and uh, then of course uh, there's the responsibility of journalism which uh, you seem to be fulfilling quite well with media rumble which is giving people uh, something to think about so what do we expect uh, from uh, from this edition you want to go ahead and tell well um what we have, have Well, for one, the number of international speakers is a lot more as a proportion of the overall speakers because we don't fly them budget. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I come in. Come in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> so Excel sheets. So now, important. so now uh, we can, you know, earlier we say, "Yar, bahar se itne hi mangwa sakte hain," because more than this, it's going to be hard to fly them. Yeah, yeah. And, and I say that no, uh, abhi nahi nahi bula sakte. It's costing so much. No, it's let's cut it down. Let's cut it down. So that's the. So the now, since they don't have come, so then we can feel free and have yeah. as we. So uh, the ones. that the one that happened today the day we recording this right uh, which probably would have happened uh, this will go up today or t- no, tomorrow it'll, okay. it'll, so it'll so that yeah. it would have happened but of course right. the recording is there so yeah. i would highly suggest to all your audience to watch it, the one trial by media because we had been yeah. trying to put together trial by media last year as well right it just wasn't coming together because it had to be sacrificed and you know for others so and we have a very interesting panel because media trials have become of grave concern even the courts themselves have said that this is a problem so we had you know we have two people who are the victims of media trials uh, so that is a session that 
this morning that I really enjoyed and I would highly recommend everybody watch it. I'm doing a session today, but that's from a business perspective, from my point of view as an entrepreneur. Uh, and we have something related to the you know models, economic models, the revenue models of news every year. Um, we have a fantastic panel this year. So I'm actually going to be, I'm moderating it, but I'm just going there to learn. Because sure. I have three people who I can learn a lot from. Sure. That's a very interesting one. Uh, then we have uh, panels. Of course, you know, th news economic system changed so quickly. We, we had pretty much sealed on what, who all will be getting. And then, uh, you know, Afghanistan happened. So then we had to put together. So we have two panels on that, which I'm really looking forward to, uh, especially the one which talks about, you know, the the women of Afghanistan now now, now what is sure. what is it that they have so there are those but you know again we have policy we have we have economic model and of we course have policy absolutely I think there's so, a whole range of spectacular sessions that we have for this uh, year again so it's basically 22nd to the 20, uh, uh, 25th but I mean uh, you know also I mean uh, that's what I will request to our audience that you know go, go have a look at the program and obviously choose sessions but sometimes what happens that you know one session you will choose but you will stumble upon another session which will you know which will be much more interesting because you know it may not have bigger names than that but the content of that session hmm. is far more interesting so you know basically have a look at the program just go through the queues and just see that you know what you want to pick that's so, that's very important I, the audience should really look at look at the entire uh, session details yeah because uh, even though you know we put this you know all the speakers together but even then, sometimes I forget, and then when I look at the whole thing, I was like, "Oh, damn! That's when I have to really look." And it has happened with us in the past, in the you know during on ground as well, because you know because like for example, in 2019, we had a whole uh, two na two days of festival with basically about four four venues, five venues, yeah, four, four venues four. and a film screening venues. Right. So obviously, those biggies were all these big names were there, so people were coming to the sessions. But they, you know, some of the sessions which they didn't expect, oh, you know, it'll be like a wow session. So they came over there and they like you know they went back and it was like a wow. This was Hmm. really amazing so yeah so Suresh tell me what is uh, Teamwork Arts' uh, um, uh, part in the, in the Media Rumble what exactly does uh, Teamwork Arts do so we are the producers of the festival right. along with the News Laundry so I'll, I'll, so I'll just go uh, you know I'll just um, uh, zoom out a little bit and just basically right. go back to the beginning so as uh, as Abhinandan said so in 2017 early 2017 when Madhu had Abhinandan had approached Sanjoy and Teamwork and you know basically they came to us and they said you know this is what we're looking at curating and this is what the festival will be all about and would you like to collaborate with us and we you know we heard the idea and we fell in love with it and of course the falling in love there were there were many reasons for this so one of the reason was this that teamwork has always been in the space of knowledge and ideas so may it be jaipur festival which you started about 15 years ago or our for example a brand new uh, you know be inspired which we started three months ago so we've always in that domain always uh, you know uh, big advocates of creating platforms for knowledge so when we heard the idea i was like sure it's a different domain it's about news but hey, hey here you go it's knowledge and with facts why not so it ticked our box so that was number one number two you know in team again we create platforms for younger audiences as well and we know the fact that you know because obviously the future belongs to them so may it be a kahani or maybe you know um, something like a art uh, art gyan and even for Jepalurja festival when we when we do our number crunching after every uh, you know after every year so what we realize that between 65 to 70 percent of the audience that we get is the uh, below the age of 27 so that's like, you know, we want to target to that audience. And when we heard about TMR, we knew that for this, the audience, the major portion of that will be media students, which we need to target. 
so that was number two number three was obvious very very obvious and the one of the most important reason was it was the need of the hour when we heard the concept obviously you know as uh, abhi was saying or basically i think you were saying that in today's world what is happening it's more about um uh, you know it's opinion journalism not informative or investigative journalism uh, people are journalists are uh, you know trying to influence not inform so they have changed this with their roles so, and uh, about fake news uh, fake news etc etc so all these issues were you know we wanted you know to create a platform where these issues can be addressed so we thought it's a great idea we can do this together and do that so that was number 3 and of course last not the least uh, we have always the teamwork believed in collaborations so may it be community building or may it be one to one collaborations and when it came to news laundry and madhu and abhi so we couldn't find a better partner and as you as uh, abhi mentioned that madhu and sanjo and you Uh, each other from donkey's years and obviously uh, uh, and abhi and of course what we what clicked was this because our uh, our philosophies was similar yeah. our thinking was similar our ideologies was similar sure. so we thought that you know there's a great synergy there and if we are able to take this it will be a huge success and that's the result i mean what i was saying in 2017 when we started it it was two and a half uh, you know two and a half when new 300 people per hour 2019 on ground 3000 people per hour that's the growth that we got okay. and now it has become like what the uh, south asia's largest uh, yeah. uh, uh, media festival and, 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 and you know speaking of the collaboration this is and this is this is an advice to all all people watching youngsters who may want to do partnership collaboration of course all these reasons which i had really thought of which which suraj uh, you know spoke about i think in a partnership the uh, for me at least the thing is trust because you know with anyone who you work and and even even news laundry is a partnership you know it's with two buddies of mine who i've known since we were kids now you know we may have varying working styles you may have varying uh, aesthetics we may have differences but i can trust them you know i can sign on a you know blank piece with my eyes closed and i know they won't try to screw me over i think that is the single most important thing because i mean uh, suraj uh, sanjoy we i mean we may not have worked with them but one is aware of the work they've right. done and you know them not at a intimate personal level but you, you know so i think if you can trust someone the rest all falls in place Absolutely. you know working styles all that if but you know everything else can be okay but if there's no trust Yeah. Then nothing works. Yeah. So that is the the single most important determinant for a successful you know partnership. What? But right now, Abhinandan, trust is such a double-edged sword. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, people seem to be trusting everything that should be questioned. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're living we're living in a world where uh, blacks and whites are a necessity, and exploring the grays has become a bit of a crime. Uh, where um, uh, words like anti-national are thrown at you, even if you were to ask a question, uh, it's uh, it's becoming a, a largely polarized world. and uh, you know spoon feeding and uh, uh, that whole uh, uh, banging on i come from uh, from a radio background and radio is a medium of repetition but it seems that repetitions he has has jumped uh, all the way from radio onto television mm-hmm. and uh, the internet where you just repeat one thing and it it's is becoming gospel truth and mm-hmm. nobody seems to yeah. be quest- the, the importance of questioning which we were all taught as uh, as the basic principle of all learning seems to have uh, been relegated into the background or being pushed into the background you know so how uh, how do you think that can be countered if it can be countered at all so better than me giving the answer we have had such amazing sessions on exactly this in the last few media rumbles 
you know, um, we had a session. In fact, I think Sohasini was part of that session. We've had a really insightful session with Anand Goyang, Karun Puri, and Madhu. You know, three you know yeah. legends of 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 uh, the Absolutely. news industry, and uh, discussing a lot of these aspects. So, I mean, I could give you an answer which would be unsatisfactory. But your audience should go and not just this media rumble, you know, some of the archives, archives uh, well. the, the yes. early ones. And another session this year I would highly recommend uh, is uh, Josie Joseph's uh, interview on his book, um, uh, The Silent Coup. And I'm like halfway through that book. It is an outstanding book from one of the finest investigative journalists in the country. Absolutely. And actually initially, you know, our team was <laughs> insisting that I do the interview because I know Josie and all. I didn't want to do it because when I'm doing it, then I'm not listening and enjoying it. You do listen, but you have to time TK. You yeah, can't yeah. just... So I said, look, I want to watch the interview, so please get someone else to do it. <laughs> so uh, for, for the answer to this specific question was one of the main reasons that the media number was set up, to have conversations about this. And we had fantastic speakers from around the world. I mean, uh, I have the, uh, a session with Maria Ressa, which was uh, the 20th. 16 I think 2017, sorry, 20, uh, 20, 2018. We had Maria Ressa in 2018. Uh, you know, she has been on the cover of Time magazine, the journalist of the year, you know, the world, you know, uh, one of the most uh, well-known and, and accomplished in the world. Uh, you must look at her session, and she was up against Duterte, how do you pronounce his name? Duterte, yeah. So he did all he can to crush her, and uh-huh. she's still around. And just, just uh, I forget who uh, posted that. Who was the interview? Did Madhu do that? I think Madhu did that interview. Mm, but I remember. I think it's in the it's, 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 it's in 2018. Sure. So there's so many sessions. Absolutely. there in the archives. And there are all sorts of sessions. For example, this uh, fantastic guy that we brought was Mike Presenters, who you know mm. from the uh, uh, from he was in um, uh, Spotlight. He, he yeah, was the guy who on whose Spotlight is made. From he was the in film. Boston Globe at that point of time, right? And then he right. went to Washington right. Post. So there's a fantastic session, uh, you know, with him. There's another session with uh, Suki Kim, who went mm. undercover uh, North in Korea. North Korea. So yeah. I think, you know, that's again. So there, there is a whole series of sessions that we have in the sure. past as well in the archives, which, you know, you know, audience can go and just attend, you know, see those sessions. And it's all listed on a, a It's all there. Website. All you yeah. need to do it's is type there. in Absolutely. the media rumble. That's <laughs> all. And even if you type the spelling wrong, Google will tell you what the right spelling Then make you rumble a little bit, then tell you the spelling. Through all these years, uh, uh, you seem to have kept the uh, the passion for journalism alive. The aap ras le lete ho journalism ka. Has it has it ever have the have the shoulders ever drooped? Uh, uh, have you ever thought of uh, letting it go, uh, taking a bit of a break, and uh, and not uh, constantly having the back to the wall or the or the shoulder to the <laughs> to the till? No, yeah, you know, I've been asked this before also that you know you could have. <clears throat> continued with production without food shows. We had, you know, some no, successful food shows. I, that's not what I'm asking. Mm. I'm asking how is it? I mean, the food shows can always happen. Mm. They could have happened with journalism as well. Mm. It's it's the fact that that you seem to still be enjoying the taste of journalism in your mouth. I, which yeah, is so I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you why. I thought of this. <laughs> so I think it's got to do with personality type. I think I was born. See, journalism is a combat sport. <laughs> And I think I was born for combat. I am all the time ready for a for a confrontation. So, so journalism was very obvious thing for me because confrontation is something that you always get in journalism. And uh, since that that is my default setting, it it just I'm always happy. You've even been accused of pushing an agenda as well. <laughs> 
I mean, that's, that's, uh, which is fine. I mean, those accusations can be there. See, I don't mind being accused of being biased. I probably am. And every human being is biased. Only God and math are not biased. You know, maybe I have an agenda. But the problem is that I am not the editorial head of News Laundry. And if you can fault News Laundry on facts, do it. Or do your own reporting and get the facts right. Sure. Just saying that their agenda is this, that's okay, that's fine. But the stories are robust, that's as far as, that, 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 that's all I care about. So in this scenario, and I think you know this scenario as intimately as, as anyone else would, somebody trying to enter the world of journalism with the stars in your eyes that you did not have when you entered. Mm. Somebody wanting to really be part of the profession. Mm. Uh, what would your pointers be to that person? Take a job based on who you will be reporting to. I don't think, I mean, they, even I was not an enthusiastic entry. Sure. But once I got in, I was like, dude, this is it. Because I was reporting people like Kalpana and, uh, and uh, Madhu. So the people, you know, it's not the organization. It's not the salary. See, your salary is going to come. I mean, unless you really need it. And I understand, you know, people come from all sorts of economic stratas. You know, if salary is all that matters, then, and I can understand for many people that is a huge, so then, you know, you're kind of, you're starting on, on a disadvantage. But if you have the option, who you report to will determine how your approach to the profession kind of is formed. Uh, and as long as you respect that person and think that person is doing good work, uh, that is what will determine how far you will go, how enthusiastic you will be, how, how excited you will be about your profession and how idealistic you will be. Uh, if the person you're reporting to is a jerk. No matter how good you are, they'll beat the enthusiasm out of you. So be very careful. So the question you should ask after your interview is done, say thank you for the offer. Could you just tell me who I will be reporting to? <laughs> Do a background check on that person and then take up the job. <laughs> Have you met any of the Republic journalists? I know many of them and I don't you know, blame all of them. Some of them have had the journalism beaten out of them. I mean, I've, I've sp sp had very civil conversations with Arnab before he became this creature that he is now. Uh, in fact, we, Madhu and I were having coffee at Khan Market one day and he was sitting at the next table. Khan and we, Market? Khan Market and so me and Madhu <laughs> said, Chalo, let's, let's do to him what he does to others. So I put on my phone and Madhu said, Arnab, Arnab, tell us, we want to know. And he was so sweet. We, we put this up on News Laundry also. It's there. Is there a video? <laughs> yeah, there's a video. So of course my buddy audio only packed up but the video is there. And then we sat and then we chatted. So, I mean, you know, I just think that you got to be very careful the road you go down because one small compromise will lead to a bigger compromise will lead to a bigger compromise. So, over life, see, when you're 47, there, a certain amount of cynicism is going to come up anyway. It shouldn't be there when you're in your 20s. At least make sure you go through your 20s idealistic. The world will beat the idealism out of you, but don't let it go without a fight. That's brilliant. I think that's that's as good a thing to say as any. And uh, since we live uh, in the in the world of uh, repetition and of saying things loudly, why don't you tell people exactly why they should come and watch uh, uh, this this edition of the Media Rumble? Absolutely. Please so, tell, us, tell, us, tell us what tell us why, why should, should we watch the Media Rumble? No, so I think Abhi Abhi has already mentioned all the obvious reasons that why should uh, you should come and uh, watch the uh, uh, watch Media Rumble. So if I say something, I'll be just repeating that. But absolutely, I think you know we have some great sessions on. Uh, 
you know of course uh, uh, on tech policy uh, journalism of course so come and watch that and as i as i said uh, in the beginning as well because sometimes you'll think that okay you know the session is fantastic but you'll stumble upon something which is completely different but it'll be you know it'll be it'll sure. be extraordinary so come for that and obviously it's free so you yeah. can come and watch the session all you need to do is register and you know come for the firefights stay for the thoughts <laughs> i will borrow my friend sanjay rajara who's also performed in the media rumble uh, <laughs> he had said that uh, choose your politics because your politics will otherwise choose you and it's uh, so when you choose your politics make sure you do it with an informed state of mind so for that to be a more sensible person and to hold the rules that you will be governed by to account attend the media rumble that's important and uh, listen because that's a privilege today Absolutely. nobody seems to be listening everyone seems to be waiting so why don't you give listening a chance uh, go listen to some of the uh, sessions see if you want to listen to more uh, that's how things grow and don't be afraid to think if there's something that makes you think go ahead think it uh, people will tell you it might be wrong but uh, make your own decisions that's important the decision that we'd like you to make of course is to uh, tell us what you thought about the t- uh, about our team workouts podcast like subscribe share whatever it is that you want to do please feel free do that we are all ears thank you very much abhinandan it's been absolutely wonderful suraj thank you very much and thank uh, you, sir. and for sallying forth with uh, 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 with a smile on the face and a little uh, uh, cynical smile from time <laughs> to time we would like to thank you for doing that and uh, giving us an alternative which is an extremely important thing uh, in these polarized times that we live in thank that you. ladies and gentlemen is the tibo cats podcast uh, i forgot to um, let you thank me <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and what's up next? Well, for that, you just have to uh, come back in and find out. Thank you for listening. <laughs>